This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> I just, I just, I just did record, man. We're oh. Spears like half gone. No, it was just, it was really the way that you said it. An uneducated drug addict, and then you walked directly to the fridge to grab a stag. It was just sort of the nuance of it. <clears throat> yeah. I sound like crap. No, you don't. <laughs> Coming at you live on the 26th of December. We're not live. We record this and then publish it later, so it's not live. Yeah, but we're live now. Right. Recorded live. I mean, um, <laughs> everything in the history of recordings has ever been yeah, recorded. Live. Everything is live. Then, yeah, everything is sex. Um, 26th, the best day of the year, Matt. Yeah, I'm. I'm over the moon. I woke up this morning. Little grumpy, a little little food hungover. Uh, unfortunately, both sides of my family that I do thanks—excuse me—Christmas with don't believe in alcohol. Yeah, I don't know why. It's God's gift to us. It's the Lord's cheer. Well, uh, <laughs> and uh, but I woke up with a food hangover, uh, without a doubt, and I felt very. I was like, "Ooh, I ate a lot these last two days, man. I ate so much, so much food, so much." That being said, uh, so I was a little slow to get started this morning. Yeah. Got to bed a little bit later, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, woke up this morning and then I realized that it was a holiday. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Boxing Day. Uh, yes. In yes, Canada and Great Britain. Yes, it is. I'm familiar. Uh, but no, for me, it is a holiday. And, it, and a giant smile cracked my face when I realized it. And that is because today is the day, the one day out of the whole year. When it is the longest period of time until more Christmas. Yeah. Like, just just the thought that we don't have to deal with any of this for so long, for mm-hmm. so long, mm-hmm. is so beautiful to me and brings me such joy. Yeah. Uh, there won't be any Christmas music. There won't be any Christmas decorations. And there won't be any Christmas hassles uh, for such a long time. That being said... Uh, thanks again, uh, and listeners, if you haven't listened, the episode that we posted last week is a Christmas special uh, that Matt did and that I uh, so graciously put together after they tried to squeeze me out of uh, my own network. Uh, but- they, there's no they, there's just me. <laughs> uh, well, I figured you had to have consorted with somebody. Um, but yeah, Matt did a Christmas special and it was tremendous. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, as I listened to it, I was like, this is this is so good. I listened to it several times, but then I love the sound of my own voice. So. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Uh, but yeah, it was it was great. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> you know, imagine if you were Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I think I would just narrate almost everything. Yeah. Or uh, what's that other one? Richard Attenborough. Maybe. What's he do? He did a lot of voiceover work. Did he? Yeah. James Earl Jones is another good one. Yeah. Uh, again, I know you're not a fan, but I really like Howard Stern's voice. I used to really like Lynn Beck's voice. Um, I grew up listening to Lynn Beck and a little bit to Howard Stern. What about John B. Wells? 
Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Now, for our list, I'm actually going to pull up a clip of John B. Wells, and I'll just play something really quick. Um, so for those that don't know, um, John B. Wells was a, I believe he just did like the, was it like the Friday night show when he was on Coast to Coast AM? Saturday and Sundays. Like they, the Saturday. Yeah. yeah, that's right. The weekend. Because mm-hmm. George Norrie had off. He had the like the regular. Oh, no, work. no, no. That goes back all the way back to, to Art Bell. Oh, and he was doing pre, it even then. Pre-9-11, yeah. Nice. Art Bell was the one who was... Did the weekly. Yeah, five days a week. Yeah. And then Saturdays and Sundays, it would be John B. Wells and other people. And then, uh, um, you know, uh, Coast to Coast after 9-11, uh, Coast to Coast did not talk about 9-11, other than to talk about it from the standpoint of the official story. Now, Coast to Coast is all about, you know, the paranormal and conspiracy, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. And they'll talk about chemtrails and they'll talk about alien, maybe not chemtrails, but but like alien encounters and mm-hmm. cattle mutilations and, and, and all this other stuff. And is the government hiding things from you and blah, 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 blah. Things of that nature, but yeah. they take a hard line when it comes to the official story, and that's because they're the most listen to conspiracy most pros- or whatever. most propagated yeah. conspiracy show in the world um they're, and so, they're the one that's allowed yeah they yeah. uh they they john b wells art bell was going to retire and john b wells was going to take over as the the regular guy um and then one one weekend he did a show about in like 2003 about 9-11 and very quickly george norrie started doing weekends and john b wells was squeezed out <clears throat> And then George Norrie took over Coast to Coast. And George and Norrie now, does not talk about 9-11. And now, you know, he doesn't. And now John B. Wells has a YouTube show, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Caravan to Midnight yeah. is the name of the show. Um, but that being said, this is, so this is, this was one on Coast to Coast. And I don't, Mike it may Evans, be the- it's been almost a year. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. Well, thank you, John. It's great to be with you tonight. I appreciate the invite. But listen, uh, I've been that one right looking there. at your material for uh, several months now. I'm absolutely delighted to have you on the program uh, there at naturalnews.com, and your other one is uh, healthranger.org. And uh, you've got a couple of books out, Natural Health Solutions, also all day, all day long. Warning. I could listen to that. Isn't that the truth? Uh, in fact, on your site, you could feel you I'm could feel his voice. His corporations are sneaking. That's the thing about John B. Wells. Into organic you can feel food. his voice. Yeah, it's, there's all uh, kinds of. Uh, Crazy news going on, and we we try to cover as much as we can, starting with health. It's but so also, good. you know, we get into liberty, we get into the threats to our health, the, the, the poisoning mm-hmm. through the water supply, mm-hmm. the poisoning through the vaccines, mm-hmm. and many other areas. Mm-hmm. Well, if do you believe these things, man? A, um, a, um, a thesis paper that we could hear. Have we talked about vaccines? What do you think about vaccines? The title of the thing would be what? The great culling is underway <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, so that's John B. Wells. Do I do what? What do I think about vaccines? Well, um, vaccines uh, have a lot of problems that they cause. I think um, you know they used to use mercury in vaccines. It's toxic. Um, you know um, the uh, let's see the what was it the uh, smallpox vaccine? Uh, I think one of the side effects was was uh, meningitis. So they have a vaccine for meningitis. One of the side effects for that was, uh, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the disease now. It's not. It's, it was something with an M, not malaria, or I don't, I don't know. But uh, you know, of course, um, the 
I, I don't think that vaccines themselves, uh, you know, if you if you gave me a shot of a vaccine right now, mm-hmm. it's not going to give me autism. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not probably going to. Well, that's not what Jenny McCarthy af- says. Affect man. my health in a negative way. Yeah, but uh, children spend the first several years of their life developing an immune system. I'm not familiar. And when you take a child, and in the first two years, you give them, what, I don't know how many how many the recommended number of vaccinations is? It's, it's eight know? to ten, I think. In the first couple of years of their lives? Well, first couple of years, probably 15, 15 or 20. Really? Because I've heard, I've heard some people say up to 70 different vaccinations. Ooh, I mean, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Like, so, I, I actually had a conversation about this with um, um, someone the other day. And we're, they were talking about, they're much older and they have one kid who's very much older. And we were talking about it and she's like, ah, I don't know if, um, you know, if I had kids today, if I'd get them vaccinated or not. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know, you know, that's, that's crazy talk. I mean, I do believe that vaccines helped along with modern medicine to eradicate some diseases. I, yeah. I, I really do believe that. But I don't like the idea. And I told her this, I was like, what I really don't like, I don't like the idea of you know, let's give you that many shots that young. Yeah. But what our yeah. kids doctor did and, and has done, I think, um, has been really quite spaced out. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's changed because of all this hype and that's just how they do it now. Well, no, it, it is supposed to be spaced out. That's what, what is it's supposed to be. Like but I, I got booster I shots when I was way, at, no. you know, well, I mean, I got, I got shots. I remember, you know, when I was a five and six getting and seven and eight and getting, getting shots, you know, yeah. here and there. Um, I, but I think the bigger issue isn't necessarily vaccinations, though I do, do not think that vaccinations are a good thing. Um, it's never a good thing to introduce foreign materials into uh, an infant that they don't naturally get. You yeah. Know? Um, I think one of the bigger things is, uh, you know, they, they you're born and they immediately, you know, cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. which is a terrible thing to do, because the cord has uh, a third of the baby's blood mm-hmm. is in the umbilical cord. Well, so what should we do with it instead we, of cutting it? No, you 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 don't immediately cut it. You you let it stay attached to the placenta hmm. for thirty to forty minutes, and what happens is it shrivels, and all the blood and everything that's in the umbilical cord goes into the child. And that's not how they do it? No. They immediately, mm. like, within a couple minutes, yeah. cut the cord. Um, I don't think I don't think that at any time during the first few days or even, even weeks of an infant's life, they should ever be separated from the mother, ever, under any circumstances. Yeah. So taking them off to the nursery to fing- f- fingerprint and footprint and their, their immune shots. Oh, they do all that stuff in the, in the, in the room. But but I'm saying I'm saying physically separated from the mother in any sort of way. Oh well, I mean, well they they do lay in their bed there in the room. No, no, that, they should that, all be that baby needs well, to be the on its, is, on it on physical contact with the mother. But the problem is that the, the mother if the mother's the asleep, man, they can roll over the, on the baby and kill it. Okay, no, yeah, sure, <laughs> but you're not going to immediately you give birth and then immediately fall asleep. You may be super tired, right? But you no, know, I it know. may be exhausting yeah, well, for a good couple hours. They they try and like to have. Well, you're trying to like to have skin to skin contact, and then yeah, I mean, I don't remember. So my daughter was actually pulled out pretty quick because she had a breathing issue, mm-hmm. and it was which really, I mean, you want to talk about like 
the biggest freak out moment you'll ever have is when they tell you we got to take her over here right now and you're yeah. like well, well, uh, what <laughs> you know yeah um but with my son if i recall right he was he was on her for a good period of time uh, and then i went out and told everybody in the lobby all our family and friends that that he'd been born and then i came back in and he was he was still on her and then uh I don't think they even take him out of the room. Just if everything's normal, like I said with our daughter, they yeah. they did. But I don't think um, they even take him out of the room for s- quite a while. And now, I mean, I know. I mean, they they, they did eventually take him out to ha- you know, circumcise him. Well, don't don't even get me started on that because that is one of the ultimate evils that we do to children. Circumcision? Yes, do it you is not one to go to heaven. The look you just gave me. <laughs> Kikes aren't going That's- to heaven. <laughs> not unless, not unless heaven is actually run by Satan. Must you? Because we know that 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 there's Hebrew people who follow Jehovah, uh-huh. and then there are Ashkenazi Jews. Okay, that Matt, follow why, Satan. Why must you? Okay. Anti-Semitism we're like, aside. We're like eight minutes in and you're already on your nationalism diatribe about how... My six million! Another shower! Yeah, oh, don't worry. Don't You be a good goy and cut off the tip of your dick as soon as you're... Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Oh, I didn't... Hi. I didn't I'm figure this like- would be the beginning. 60% of the benefits go to the top one-tenth of one percent. Don't. What are you listen? What are you doing? I was trying to play. Back. Trying to play Glenn Beck's voice. This is a national. You quit it with that bullshit. We're talking about something else. No, listen. No, you're talking about something else. You. But no. So you're. You don't want to listen to me. Now go ahead. So you're fiddling around on the thing. Anyway, listen. <laughs> Circumcision is yeah. evil. No. Well, it is evil. God ordained it, man. No. <laughs> Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It is is a practice that uh, I, I I don't think that uh, mm-hmm. that I, I mean if God didn't want God if God wanted us to be circumcised why wouldn't he you know make us circumcised from why why did he give us foreskin why did he give us an appendix in the, man in, uh, in the first place trying to crack the secrets of the universe here well I don't think that the appendix is uh, is something that you know I don't know. Um, I won't speak on that. But <laughs> circumcision is traumatic for the child, incredibly traumatic for the child. Uh-huh. Okay, it's it's a it's a stupid practice that started with a serpent worshiping cult out in the desert. All right. Um, I don't I, I I don't think that it was ordained by God, the God of mm-hmm. um, the 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 actual universe. Uh, you know, uh, probably yet a both. Um, you know, the dark Gnostic arconic evil god the mm-hmm. demiurge mm. um I, I just i don't see how the actual creator of the universe would uh would say okay you have to take this ultra sensitive part of your body and it was uh, to keep them separate matt have you off. read the bible well why couldn't they do something else why why not cut off th- their earlobes huh why not grow their hair out in a certain way which they already do, <laughs> right? Yeah. Why not? Why not do anything else other than? 
Well, cut I, off the tip I, of your penis. Ask the big man upstairs, Matt. I don't have these answers uh, for big, you. The big I, man uh, upstairs has had had voice has has been sending it to voicemail for <laughs> since Jesus went back up. <laughs> they send it on the Mount of Olives. You think I don't so? Know. You, th- you don't think God interacts anymore with uh, no. people? No. no, no, it's up to us now. It's up to us. We are the creative force. We are oh, the ones who who affect. See, now I'm change. starting to agree with the people that say that God made a mistake because that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> you know, um, um, it's 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 we were given the earth and the, this creation as our birthright uh-huh. in the Garden of Eden, and we traded it away for a taste of some fruit, right? Well, yeah. And because the the poo nanny told us to, we listened to the woman, <laughs> and she told us to, and yeah. so we did it. Yeah. And we've been suffering ever since, and we had our birthright stolen from us. But th- this earth belongs to us, and we are the we are the creators and, and the masters of it. Only we've forgotten that. And so, um, yeah. Well, I, I think we let money be the master now. Well, yeah, that's one of the tools that's used to, to keep us slaves. But, um, yeah, circumcision, where, where was I going with that? I don't, I don't remember. What, what, no, the, the thing you just brought up. Circumcision and then letting the thing and oh, keeping them separate. That's why you did it. No, no, no. It was after the that. appendix. It was after that. I seriously want to rewind because I almost I had, I had a thought there. <laughs> I did. It's gone now. He promises. Oh, it's up to us now. Yeah. So it, oh this, yeah yeah. This is our you. Uh, this is our creation now, right? Yeah. And it's up to us. Uh, it's up to us to heal it. Now, the ultimate act of healing has been done, right? Sacrifice of Christ, right? But the fallout from sin is still our responsibility. The fallout from sin is not God's responsibility. Okay, He has ordained His plan and His universe to go from start to finish and follow its story. And the story did not be interrupted. Okay, the story to have that beginning and that completion, the beginning, middle, and end, right? Right. So the end is going to stay the same. The beginning stays the same, and the middle stays the same. I.e. the 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 um the sacrifice of Christ. But uh, all the uh, the subplots and everything is us, and I think it's it's our we were the ones who who screwed it up, and it's now up to us to unscrew it up. You know. Yeah, but we don't seem to be doing a very good job of that, man. Well. We need to do better. We need to get away from from stupid things like uh, evangelicalism and uh, and Catholicism and taxation. And, I, no, I agree. And uh, and a lot of other <laughs> dumb practices that that have made us forget what real spirituality is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like like church service. You know, like going to church. Mm-hmm. That is, in my opinion really futile for spiritual growth because you what it what it is it's a system it's a reward system right you go to church you feel good and that feeling good that that releases that serotonin or melatonin serotonin right Mm -hmm. releases the serotonin Mm -hmm. and you feel as though you've done something and been rewarded for it and it's great and you feel good Mm. but there is no change because change doesn't come from good feelings, change comes from hard work, right? Real change, real becoming more, becoming better, getting stronger, and however aspect, involves pain. Yeah. Always. <clears throat> Always. Yeah. Pain and sacrifice. Always. 
Um, it doesn't feel good. Real change, it does not feel good. Yeah, it hurts. Um, so you can't you can't have that that good feeling. Um, and you know, not to say that everybody who goes to church doesn't have real spirituality, and you know, yeah, that might not be all, the, yeah. the Gnostics are the only ones, you know, yeah, because they're not. Gnostics are pretty screwed up, you know, <laughs> just like evangelicals are, just like Catholics are, just like Islam is. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> the the ritual aspects that we put on spiritual growth. And yeah, I don't think they pertain give, to spiritual growth. Well, giving away, observing spiritual aspect or observing certain rituals and saying that that is spirituality is wrong. I don't think that God demands rituals from us. Well, that was sort of the whole point of Jesus, if we'll recall, you know. Because the Pharisees were into the rituals, yeah. you know, and the temple and the, the sacrifices and the prayers and, the, you know, yeah. everything that went along with that. And I think symbolic things, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a ritual, because ritual is right. It's a rite that you do habitually. Right. So the, I think rituals can have a, a tremendous amount of power, but I don't think you, they have, I don't think that uh, a ritual leads to real spiritual growth. Just doing a ritual every, every so often over time. Um, but then, you know, I have a lot of weird uh, ideas. I don't necessarily think that the God who, uh, appeared to Adam in the garden is the same God who appears to Abraham in the desert. I'm not quite sure that they're the same one. Really? It quickly, can we say what that's based on? Or is it, if it's a big, deep thing, then it's, it's based, it's it's based on it's Jehovah in Genesis one and then, or Yahweh in Genesis one. And then it's Elohim in Genesis two. You don't think those are all names based on attributes for the same God. Yeah. And then it's in Genesis, Genesis, like, um, uh, when, when it comes to Abraham. Yeah. Because that's what your traditional evangelicalism would say. It's, it's, uh, Jehovah. Right. You know, and those names are very distinct, and and especially Elohim. The difference between Elohim, Elohim is in in Hebrew is plural. It means it's 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 talking about multiple people. It's so mm. it's not. I'm, I'm I'm I haven't made up my mind yet, but I <laughs> I suspect. Well, when you do, uh, I suspect that, ladies that, and gentlemen, you'll be the first to know that uh, the Bible as a whole talks about many, <clears throat> many, many different gods. Yeah, you know. And not just like uh, Satan and Baal. Yeah. Well, and- we've heard your theory about you know is, isn't that part of your theory about why some pieces of the Bible were removed, the Book of Enoch and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, tune in for that uh, in 2018, ladies and gentlemen. Matt is going to be doing a special Bible study edition <laughs> of Give That Some Thought. Uh- <laughs> no, no. Um, but then you know, I would a- love that. Actually, there's, there's a lot of people who I don't really love that. Don't think that you know Paul was a real person. Um, he was a group of group of folks. He was a group of people adding things to it later, and and based on uh, a first century person who actually did exist, Simon Magus. Um, mm. But yeah, you know, uh, I gotta say, and I don't want to be rude, but if his friends at no point called him Magus the Fagus, they left money on the table. That's all I'm here to say. Well, Magus the Fagus was also, you know, supposed to be one of the greatest magicians of the first century. So he probably would have turned him into a serpent or a rat or some other thing and oh, you know, really? went on his way. Really? Yeah. 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 
uh, highly venerated by the Gnostics. Yeah, but do you think? Do you think? Have I asked you this before? Do you think magic in that context exists? No. I know all your crazy no. nonsense in the Bible about how you know you think you know magic and things like that. But like, do you think magic within that context exists? Like a Chris Angel or a Houdini? It it, it can. I think it. I think it's it, in possession of anything greater than illusion. Would be my. Question. I think it can. But that's not how spiritual power manifests itself. Gotcha. Um, Makes sense. So there's no, you don't, you know, you can't, you know, you, you know, shooting lightning from your fingers, right? Yeah. Not, not really something. Well, that, and I've uh, said this before. I think that's that why happens. both Chris Angel and Houdini, the absolute, probably best illusionist ever. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there are others, but those are the two names that come to mind. They've both gotten to a point in their lives and in their careers where they were like. I'm going to prove that the spirit world doesn't exist. Chris Angel did one where he had the, the um, he wrote something down, put it in an envelope and said, it'll give a psychic. I think it was like $50,000 or something like that. If she could tell him what was written on there mm-hmm. and she couldn't do it. And Houdini famously towards, I guess the end of his life went to many seances and tried to get him to call people up from the dead, you know, so that he could ask him things that only he knew yeah. and I, things of that nature. Um, because I think if you're the best at illusion, you, you know, you could really, Sure. Convince yourself to believe that, like, well, spirituality doesn't exist. I also, but I also think that <clears throat> that in order for to really experience the spiritual, Oster Crowley. You, well, in order to experience the spiritual, and and that the the spiritual dimension, and have have uh, that sort of um, relationship with the other side, so to speak. Yeah, I don't think that you could approach it as as though I'm going to quantify it because it flies in the face of its very nature. Spir- that it's unquantifiable. Well, spirituality is, is by its very nature a different reality. Okay, so sin happens, and the split between the spiritual and the physical happens. I think that in the garden before the fall, there is no spiritual and physical realm. They're the same thing. Okay? Yeah, Quant- interacting on a normal or what we would the best we can perceive as, as normalcy. But then sin happens, and you have just correct it right the, now. the the God throwing Adam and Eve out of the garden in that story. I think it's he's not throwing them from a literal place. Mm-hmm. He's he, throwing them from the spirit world. He's he well no he's 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 throwing them from the symbiotic world of both the spiritual and the physical working right. together yeah. out into the physical world. Right, because it says solely the physical. Now you're going to have pains and labor. And now, now you're die. going to have tor- yeah. toil. Now and you die. Go back to the dust. Now yeah. you get hungry. Okay, yeah. so it's a good point. It's a good so point. they're they're being pushed out of the realm that was the symbiosis of the spiritual and the physical, yeah. and being pushed into strictly into the spiritual realm. Yeah. Now I think they they still had they still were able to manifest a lot of power in the spiritual, which is why you have you know living to nine hundred years old and all these. You know the mighty men of renown, the men of old, right? They mm-hmm. were able to do mm-hmm. all these great and awesome things. Hung over from the the symbiotic relationship, yeah. With the spirit, still, and the physical, you know, yeah. still. But I think at the point our bodies have now degraded from that, and they're they no longer in, are in contact with the yeah, spiritual. But science and quantum unless, computing will bring it back. Hold on, that. unless you work to revive that spiritual nature within you, which I think it talks about like real spirituality is working to connect yourself from a, the physical. The strictly physical you are now back and tapping back into the spiritual. And I think that that is what religion is all about. Yeah. Right? It's about trying to to tap back into that spiritual power that we once had. You can't completely become it again, but you can, I think, tap into it. I think that we've been given, and I think that's what, you know, things like uh, miracles 
and psychic abilities and sixth senses and things like that come from telekinesis, shared dreams, astral projection, out-of-body experiences, lucid dreaming, stuff like that. I think that that is us tapping back, trying to tap back into the spiritual, but again, it takes practice, you know? Meditation is part of that. The Yeah, so anyway, the whole point being is that <laughs> uh, you have... Uh, this this rift between the spiritual and the physical now and it's only grown wider with time and uh are you meditating and, regularly man no i don't meditate um <laughs> you should uh i but um i think i'm gonna start but anyway the whole the whole point of that being um what was the point of that i don't know the whole point of that being is that the 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 point of of religion is to marry the the spiritual and the physical again yeah. Right. Which was what Christ was. He was the marriage of the, the pure marriage of the physical and the spiritual, uh, um, you know, uh, um, manifest in the physical. Right. With full power in the spiritual and the physical. And then on the Mount of Olives, when he's transfixed and after his resurrection, right, he is with the spiritual and the physical at the same time. Mm-hmm. Again, he's not just manifesting in the physical he's now manifesting in both things and it shows right um yeah i think that's part of satan's satan's plot though right is to become physical and gain a soul and therefore destroy god in the process um quantum computing well it's it's probably probably evil zero yeah the the whole, whole ai thing um i had i had another larger point i wanted to make with that whole diatribe um Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Marrying the physical and the spirit. Well, it was just that, but but it's a little frustrating if you think that the, that Jesus was the last time that that happened too. No matter how how not good, but how connected anybody's ever been. Well, I think that was the, that Jesus was the only time after Adam, because the Bible says Jesus is the second Adam, right? Yeah. So that that was the only time after Adam that you have. Someone who exists purely as both spiritual and physical at the same time. Hmm. And do you, so, do you think that's what it means when it says "new," uh, not "new heaven and new earth," but um, um, "new bodies"? When it when we're referring to heaven, um, yeah, yeah, like it's just it's just that marriage back together, going again. back to the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have got you the Left Behind books for Christmas. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of trash left behind. Yes, just believe, just believe a little bit longer. It's coming. It's going to be great. And he's going to take away everything and you're not going to have to struggle anymore. And you're going to be pulled up to heaven before he blasts all the people you don't like. That sounds like a great religion. The, we the, should get in on that, man. The rapture is the ultimate fantasy jerk off. Yeah, it really is. The, the rapture is going to happen. Come on. Come on, buddy. It's come on. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I think we would be here for the tribulations. If 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 you take Revelation as a literal book. Yeah. Which I don't know where I fall on it. It's been a minute since I've read it all the way through. I've read passages, but it's been a minute since I've read the whole thing through so I could grab the context of it. Although I did piss off a good friend of mine. Well, not piss her off, but I did uh, uh, sort of <laughs> screw with a good friend of mine. And I was like, I was like, well, I, I sent her a Snapchat of uh, the bulletin on Sunday. And mm-hmm. my pastor's preaching the Revelation. And she was like, oh, I love Revelation. 
And I was like, yeah, it was a, uh, <laughs> it was essentially a, bu- a bunch of ayahuasca on the Isle of Patmos, but it's a great book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was it essentially, but and yeah, she, I think I think you know it was, think that was a it portion was, of it. I'm not sure if he was uh, uh, he was tripping on anything, but uh, he definitely had access or was accessing the psychonaut aspects of his brain, the DM, the spirit molecule type thing. Yeah, a little bit maybe, but remember, like he was in he was in jail. Yeah, right. So so physically, he could have just been under the type of strain to induce a hallucination <laughs> maybe but 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 or was that what you were getting at the, the only the only thing he had to do was travel in his mind right yeah like charlie manson says you know you can't keep me here i can go anywhere in my mind <laughs> you did know? he say that yeah 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 fucking crazy mother effer but the the so, but the rumor is that he was a master of astral projection and he he really perfected that while he was in jail yeah no kidding. Yeah. So we all could have been raped by Charlie Manson at one point. Uh, probably not. Oh, but, you don't think uh, it would come visit you? You don't think a, a naturally projecting Charlie Manson would come visit you, man? I, oh. I don't think so. Maybe if you were one of the hundreds of thousands of people that had written him letters, he would have. Yeah. I ever think about that? Well. Yeah, maybe next time you'll write him <laughs> before he's dead. He, he is dead. I know. That's why you should have written him. Oh. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm saying, but you should have written him before he died. No. That's, that's my whole point. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't get. I don't get that <clears throat> about the right a celebrity killer. No. Celebrity about well about Western culture specifically. Yeah, we're really and, uh, America specifically. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. obsession with serial killers. Yep, front of Time magazine and type evil thing. people. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I don't. I do not like people. Like oh man, I went to this house and it was the house that this guy murdered thirteen people in, and I did. A walking tour and it cost me fifty bucks. Learned all this stuff. Ooh, one of Daniel's girlfriends was all into that stuff. Like super into serial killers. Like fascinated by oh, the true crime. I, yeah, I yeah. hate true crime. It I, shouldn't even be a genre. Informative murder porn. Yeah, that's what South Park calls it, and that's exactly what it is. It's 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 a certain type of pornography. Um, but no, the fascination with the serial killer specifically. Yeah, right. Like this was an evil person who was mentally deranged. Yeah, how and, how how deep do you want to dig? Like like why are we why are we studying them? Yeah, why do like the Scranton Strangler? Why do we know <laughs> everything about Ch- Charlie Manson and what happened? But but you know we don't know everything about a good person. I can't even think of like a, a really good person <laughs> right now because good people don't make good celebrities. Yeah, bad people make good celebrities. Right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, well, Matt Lauer was my hero, and we see what happened there. Like, why is Robert Downey Jr. one of the biggest movie stars of all time, but Michael Caine is not? Right? Why does Michael Caine make two million dollars a film, and 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 Robert, or Robert Downey Jr. makes twenty million dollars a film? Whatever it is, yeah. Right? Why is that? I don't know. Well, the- Michael Caine never heard a fly, married to the same woman for fifty years. Uh, you know, uh, children yeah. that love him, grandchildren, great grandchildren. Right? He's. He's the, has the, a legacy, yeah. The the guy has lived the life, has been a good man. Yeah. And you know, just happens to Oh, to I'm be. sure he touched people. Just wait, man. Right. They're all going right. down. No. <laughs> no. No, I was he's gonna not he's not Tom Hanks. Can I throw this one at you though? What? And you might not like it. Dwayne Johnson. What about him? You think you think it just hasn't come out yet? Because apparently he's sort of the same I mean, he's not as old, so it's not as long of a legacy, but apparently, you know, same woman. Pleasure to work with, just super nice yeah. dude. You know, loves kissing babies with cancer, that sort of thing. 
you know, or whatever folks do to him. I don't Yeah. Like, yeah, let's spend a bunch of money granting them their last wish. Do you folks realize they're going to die? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But see, that's another Not thing. Matter. That's another thing that irks me is like, <laughs> what's your last wish, Billy? Yeah. That's, you know, I I want to I want a puppy. I want I want to ride a dinosaur. We'll see. I want to I want to play I want to play baseball with my favorite major league star. Yeah. No, it's I want to meet a celebrity and hang out with him for 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. What? Well, if it was honest, like it would be like, you know. Like if I was 10 years old and I was dying in the hospital and yeah. like someone was like, "Matt, what's what's the, make a wish is here." I want to see Katy Perry's tits. Yes. <laughs> Yes, if we're, if we're doing uh, honest make a wish program, yeah, that's what we're going to start on this like, show. I want to, I want to motorboat a, a giant program. pair of titties. That's what I want to do. Yeah, you know, the honest you know, make a wish. I'm never going to grow up to be an adult. Yeah. and actually yeah. be able to see some titties in real life. Exactly, because you're at a hospital bed with cancer. Exactly, like, exactly. You know, and we're not being rude. That's a terrible, yeah. terrible disease. And it's terrible, not like you, you know, know, hey. Uh, have sex with me before I die. Just show me the boobies. Exactly. Let me, just let, let me, me see them. Let, let me pass in peace. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> let me may, maybe do a honk or two. Yeah. Just one honk and then uh, we're uh, out of here. Uh, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You can do it before I'm dead. That way yeah. it's not weird. But, uh, yeah. We need to get... The Honest Make-A-Wish program. We need to we need to hire some porn stars <laughs> and have people donate. We need to Patreon right now. That's we can right. have people donate yeah. to make a, a, a what, what what make a make a wish found a wit make an honest wish. Okay, make an honest wish. <laughs> make yeah. an honest wish. Yeah. None of none of the bullshit. You know, I want to yeah. meet you know Kobe Bryant or some shit. Yeah. Nobody cares. And you pay you pay a couple of porn stars five hundred or a porn star five hundred bucks. That's right. Right. You take in like ten thousand dollars. Exactly. You pay her five hundred. <laughs> right. Well, well, now we're strangely just like the industry, but uh. yeah, yeah. And all she has to do is you know flash her flash her boobs at some twelve year old, some yeah, done chemo patient. And yeah, we're out of here. We're yeah. done. Uh-huh. You and I make off like bandits. Yeah, perfect. And we're doing actual good, exactly, because right? they got to see boobies. Yeah, I mean, no one's day was ever made worse by seeing boobies. Like, think about that phrase and the truth of it. And the gravity of it. Well, no one's day was ever made worse by seeing boobies. What kind of boobies? Well, <laughs> good boobies. Okay, we'll change it. Boobs on a woman. Number one. Yes. There you go. Yes, boobs on a woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, below the age of fifty. We'll just we'll just put it that way. Yeah, but see, Matt, if you're like me, and I think you are, and I think most dudes are like this, wouldn't you still look? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. you got to know yeah. for science. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you, like if you were at Wal- if you're at Walmart, you know, or Schnucks doing your shopping, whatever, whatever it is, and there's a lady, you know, on a rolly cart, you would estimate her to be mid to late sixties. Mm-hmm. Boom, gust of wind in the parking lot brings that top right down. Are you looking away? No, you're not. I'm not. I mean, yeah, because your am. day's not going to be made worse by that. I am just it's because. Not. No, no, it's not. No, I am. I am you're looking away. I'm. I'm not looking. I. I, I am. I'm. No. I'm not lying. I'm. Ninety percent of women admit to masturbating. I. The other. The other ten percent are like Matt and are liars. Uh, I am looking away just because. <laughs> it's a. It's. A, she did not intend for that to happen, and oh, out of respect for okay, her privacy, okay. I would. I would look away. Do I have a sound effect for a white knight? No, it's not white knighting. That's being a normal, decent human being. Oh, whatever. Right? Okay, whatever. Effectively under Moscow's thumb. Um, and uh, masquerading as 
and um, I I think that it's a cry for help. There it uh, is. You know, just when I see people who have put you know rings through their face uh, over and over and over again, um, and it's their choice. That's great. There's, there's a remember when I did clips for last last week and I had clips ready, yeah, like to play, and I knew what clip I wanted to play. The first, you know, and it wasn't just like random clicking here and here. Maybe this will be it. Donnie's buttocks. Excellently got a song on that one. Maybe these are giant YouTube files. Parole hearings as well. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) So Donnie's going to walk over. Right there. Yeah. He's going to look you in the eye. You're going to take one hand or both hands? Both hands. Both hands. You're going to grab each cheek gently or with with, with, uh, with severe force. Severe force. Sounds, sounds like we got it in a great moment, too. And then, I hold on, I pulled this one for you. That's, what, that's the thing I don't like about, about Howard Stern is that it's the whole it's point is humor. I know. shock. They did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you keep in touch with anybody uh, from Justified? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I talked. Uh, see, all these guys had fill-ins the last episode. That I, oh, here we go. And if you want to send an email, I check those. I uh, There you go. I, I scan subject lines. That's how I find emails that interest me. There are too many to read all of them. That address, El Rushboard, EIBnet.us. His, so uh, the president signed the tax bill today. And CNN's he sounds different, very upset. actually. He, yeah, because Quite he lost his hearing. The president was happy. He lost his hearing due, due to drug use. No, but um, I've heard him since then, though. Like he, I don't know. This is maybe he maybe got maybe got some sort of implant or something, a cochlear implant or something. Uh, but uh, no, he he, due to drug use, he lost his hearing, and uh, for a couple years, he couldn't really hear himself when he was on the radio. So yeah. his voice sort of changed. But before that, um, you know, he was, uh, yeah. Blast in the past, voice from my childhood. I listened to all the all the time. Thirteen year old Matt thought Rush Limbaugh was. Whew. Yeah, mine was Glenn Beck. The bee's knees. Glenn know. Glenn Beck and really. Uh... And now you know. Now I see him for what he was, which is just just a shit stir, just somebody there to to piss off people and be like, "Oh, you evil Democrats!" You know, mm-hmm. just like people on NPR is like, "Oh, you evil Republicans," and is just to make us fight each other blanket of the Mueller investigation, which we were going to talk about, blue-collar billionaire. Oh, my God. Did he really have Tommy Lyron fill in for him? Let's Can we can we not do this? Yes, Because I think it's probably boring people out there that are listening <sighs> well, to us. Well, it's a blast for the past. It's my show. Fuck them. Yeah, but it's my show, too. And we, we had such You've a... You've been talking for 20 minutes about had, how we shouldn't cut the tips off a little di- kid's, kid's we dicks. We had such an amazing... We had, such a, we had a good conversation going, and then, you know, back to the... You Did started we? playing clips and then back to, oh, Christmas? my great voice, or these guys' great voices. It's just what I grew up with. Don't, uh, don't be a hater. Christmas was good. Uh, can I tell you something about Christmas that happened? First off. Yeah, what's on your mind, Matt? <laughs> I was drinking a juice box because my kids ordered... Uh, well, I ordered for them and paid for them. Yeah. Ungrateful little shits. He walks into my apartment this evening with <laughs> vaping and <laughs> sipping on a juice box. <laughs> Ridiculous. One of them's healthy. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. That's 90% sugar. 
No, no, no. The honest? No, no, no. That's good stuff, Matt. Read those Read those Organic ingredients. Organic juice drink. Read the ingredients. Read them out loud, Matt. I want you to be proven wrong. Filtered water, program. organic apple juice from concentrate, natural flavors, vitamin C, ascorbic acid, organic natural flavors. Oh, look citric at that! Citric acid. Look at that. Suck it. Well, certified organic by Pennsylvania certified organic. Why are you the way that you are? That's for you, man. So yeah, it's organic. That's great. Um, but no, it's not the organic part. It's that it's not all sugar. Like that's a fruit. That's actual fruit juice. It's sugar from juice, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but but also, it's not but, a synthetic. But sugar. the he- but you still okay. So it's not a synthetic sugar. But the healthy part of a fruit isn't the sugar that's in it. It's not the juice, right? It's the fiber, fibrous materials. Like you eat an apple. If you eat a peeled apple, you've taken away ninety percent of what that apple is, right? Because the peel is the part with the most nutrients in it. Mm-hmm. It's what your body actually wants from that apple experience. <laughs> Apple experience. Yeah, well, Is that know. what they're calling the iPhone 10? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what were you going to say? Well, I was finishing my beverage. You were going to tell me something about well, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas. I, I have do a Christmas, love Christmas. Christmas story. Um, it's so it starts out on Christmas Eve and we we do the gift exchange on Christmas Eve. Right. Um, In which we. uh. We do like a rob your neighbor sort of thing. Everybody gets a gift. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year there were supposed to be nice gifts, right? Right. Up to like 25, 30 bucks. Okay. Everybody spends on something that's nice. Yeah. Not just something that's a joke. Yeah. So I bought a $25 bottle of bourbon. Okay. Some George Dickel. Okay. Which is, <laughs> it's not a great, it's not like top super awesome Right. Rye, rye bourbon. But a decent bourbon. But it's it's still very good. And so that was for the price range. And I knew either either I, if I ended up with it again, because <laughs> right? it's <laughs> Rob your, it. yeah. your neighbor, right? Yeah. I'd be fine with it. My, my brother-in-law, he, he likes a, a good whiskey every now and then. Yeah. Uh, my brother would drink it. Yeah. You know, so at least three people would, would get that, even though, you know, my family's not big drinkers. Right. Um, I ended up with a nose hair trimmer. <laughs> My sister bought a ten. Can I have it? I really want to try one. Actually, you can have it because I have a nose hair tri- trim. I have an attachment for my clippers. That's really, a nose hair trimmer. See, yeah. I've always wanted to try one because I don't know what it's like. Oh, you you can to trim your you nose hairs. Know, it's actually so. I bought these clippers like two months ago. Yeah. Right, and they had a nose hair attachment, dude. Is it? Let me tell you. Is it awesome? Changed my life. I want to know. Every time I see them in the store, I'm like, "What is that?" Because like? you're not plucking. You're not plucking anymore. Yeah. You're not up there with a pair of scissors. And you get every one. It just goes you right in the nostril, and you've gotten them all. No kidding. Yep. Now, how, does it revolutionize your coke usage too? <laughs> well, first off, I don't snort things because you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, well, you know, you're not <clears throat> supposed to boof things either, but folks do it. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that the end of the Christmas story? I don't want to. No, 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 no. There's oh. more to this Christmas story because you'll know when we get there. <laughs> okay. So people open a couple packages, and you know it's 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 everybody's having a good time. I open, you know, Your I grab the hair trimmer. I grab the biggest reddest box, and it turns out just a bunch of fluff with the nose hair trimmer inside of it. And my yeah. sister laughed her butt off. Yeah, at, would at have been funny if a girl had gotten it. Hair trimmer, and then of course there was no real swapping or robbing of the neighbors that happened. Yeah, because yeah, 
There was only there was only one transaction that happened, and that happened off the books outside of the game. <laughs> yeah, because one person wanted the thing that I'm about to describe to you, which was a. Uh, Inev- it was the hit of the night. It was the it fun- was Michael's iPod. It was the funniest thing. Yeah, it was the thing that everybody kind of wanted to end-, end up with. And I really wish that I would have opened that package first yeah. because I would have hung on to that for dear life. And on- only to to ha 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 the part the patriarchy wins again. Ha ha ha, <laughs> men win again. This is what the item was. It was a pillow about 18 inches in length, uh-huh. shaped like a teardrop, only with points at both ends. Okay. So that at both ends of the pillow, it came to a point, uh-huh. right? And then it was rounded, okay? So, like so. Right. Right? The back was some... It was, and it was a pillow. Okay? Right, right. Yeah. The back was some sort of... And it was kind of rounded, right? Right. The back was some material was... I, I can't remember the material. Uh, but the front, it had... Two strips of cloth that came down from the point mm-hmm. and widened as they came down, mm-hmm. not un- encompassing the whole thing. Was but I'm getting to it, and then it came down to an, uh, to another point at the bottom. Uh huh. And that was like a galaxy sort of pattern, like stars and planets and galaxies and stuff like that. Like yeah, the like new the universe. Uh huh. The middle had the same thing, only it was green. <laughs> I, I, I if I remember correctly, I believe it was like a greenish. Like green uh-huh. pastures, something like that. Uh-huh. And then at the top, kind of where the green met the galaxy, was a circle. <laughs> and uh, and I honestly, I can't remember. I think it might have been like a sun <laughs> symbol or something like that was the circle. Yeah. It was a Yoni pillow. Now, <laughs> we've talked about, I think we've talked about Yonis on the program before. Uh, it's I think it uh, the Yoni... Represents like the goddess spiritual aspect of of the vagina, <laughs> and the power of the vagina of creation. Uh, things that I don't deny, like the the vagina is is a mystical tool. So is the penis, but you know the penis. Uh, well, Matt, we've had we've had thousands of the, years of domination. The it's penis, time to, the uh, penis doesn't have to have uh, adoration and attention from everybody on Instagram. <laughs> so. The Yoni, however, needs and craves that. The Yoni, however, craves needs and attention from strangers, absolute abject strangers on the internet. The Yoni <laughs> has to have it. So there is a drive now for the Yoni on the internet, the spiritual aspect, the, the goddess aspect of the vagina. But no, it was a vagina pillow. Yeah. It was a vagina pillow that my sister Jessie brought to Secret Santa. Great <laughs> gift. Hilarious. Uh, everybody thought it was, it was it was very bigly and huge. And it was huge. It was a huge vagina. Um, but it was still a vagina pillow. <laughs> uh, and so that was kind of... Uh, yeah. Th- yeah, that was, it was crazy. My, my older sister Jean ended up with it. Um, yeah, just had to have it. A friend of the show. Been on the show before. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think Soft my, penis debutante. My, one of my other sisters robbed it, and then there was a... Or no, my sister... My sister Sarah opened it, and it stayed with her, and then yeah. we decided to not do the rob your neighbor aspect, uh-huh. which always happens. The sister's always like, well, I'm either, if, if they get yeah, the, get if they get the yeah. gifts that they want, we yeah. don't rob. If they get the gifts they don't want, we do rob. Yeah. The boys have no say in it, as with many things in my family, which is, that's how we're, we're a matriarchy. That's totally fine. 
<laughs> no, we are. My family is a matriarchy. It's centered around my mom, and my sisters have the most power in the familial unit. And that's perfectly fine. There are a lot of cultures that are like that, and you don't have to have a patriarchy to have a successful familiar unit or community. Well, you know? yeah, you're so progressive, Matt. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really not. I, <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I don't, there are certain aspects of, uh, aspects, aspects of it I don't like, but honestly, it's probably the most, most healthy given the past, given the past of trauma that has been visited upon my mom by men before. So, anyway. Uh, and up on my sisters, too. Um, Sorry, I'm just looking at this wondrous vulva pillow it, on it? Etsy. Yeah. Yeah, you can get it shipped to you for only $199. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> for that price, it ought to come with a real vagina, if we're being honest. I mean, you can get a real vagina for that for like an hour. <laughs> Is that all it costs? That's not bad. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So that so that was story, that was Christmas Eve. Um, I didn't hang out very much very much on Christmas Eve because I was exhausted from working. Because you know, fifteen hour shift on Saturday to get ready for the brunch buffet, and then back up there uh, like six in the morning to work till four. Yeah, you've been putting in you've been putting in some money over well, there. Well, this weekend was I'm not money, you guys. I get the well, I, mean, I get paid my, the yeah. same no matter what. But yeah, um, yeah I. Uh, I I'll, a lot of work in the weekend, so I, I was I was super exhausted, like falling asleep yeah, oh, while they're yeah, opening presents. The I was I just kind it. of a zombie. Yeah, and uh, I bragged yeah. on you over Christmas. So came home and 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 had a couple beers, and then just passed out for a hard fifteen hours. Wow, pissed all over the floor too, didn't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> for those listening, he didn't. But we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it's an inside joke where I'm. Ripping him at, but yeah, I, I bragged on you this weekend. Oh yeah, where was that over uh, uh, Christmas, man? You bragged on me, huh? I did. I was talking to my mom about you, and she, for some reason, she thinks that you're like a foul mouth stoner. I, I don't know where she got that idea. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I, 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 I'm she flexed. Li- listened to one episode but- of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, did I tell you that my whole family, that, like uh, my sisters and 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 uh, mother and stuff, mm-hmm. they all listened to the episode with Gene on it. Oh really? So I figured just what we got to do is just bring Gene on all the time. Just have women on all the time. Just, <laughs> uh, but dude, okay. I know you've moved in here. Uh, you've made some changes. You've 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 sort of nested in here really well, Matt. Yeah. Not not in a matriarchal sense, but if no, I, definitely if I in may. a patriarchal sense. Right. Right. You know, I but, pee um, on the floor to mark my territory <laughs> and stuff like that. That being said, it's it's very much yours. Uh, I know when you first moved in here, you were like, "Oh, I want to kind of do you know like a tripod dude thing, whatever, whatever." What, well, the, we have this obviously set the up. The magic of why that has happened in this apartment is because yeah. I first moved in before I moved really moved anything in. Yeah. I came in and I stripped naked. And I rubbed my balls all over everything, marking my <laughs> scent and my territory. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, not really. Uh that being said, so I was thinking a staple perhaps of tripod two now would be. Uh, you know, whenever we have a female guest or a gay guest, Kyle, uh, come back on the program or whoever it might be, uh, we have that chair has a Yoni pillow. Yoni. For Yoni, for yeah. uh, the woman. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, my, my sisters and my mom will listen to the one within. But yeah, I bragged on you. I was like, I was like, yeah, Matt's going to, and I pulled it. I actually pulled up Facebook and, uh, 
showed her a couple pictures of some dishes that you had created mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, like, um, there's a big influence on the menu over there and comes up with his own stuff. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, I, excuse me. See, my mom is of that sort of, um, she sort of has that counterculture vibe of like the eighties and nineties, uh, mm-hmm. and the mindset that like, it's impossible to have a job or be successful at all in life. If you, if you have ever smoked weed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's it, it's i guess it's just yeah absolutely blowing your mind that you me, could mean e- even manage to hold down a job yeah meanwhile 60 <laughs> percent of of adults in america have tried marijuana at least once yeah exactly and the unemployment and homeless rate is not nearly that high yeah exactly you know yeah that being said though uh yeah, yeah, bragged on you over, yeah. over uh, uh christmas dinner well good i deserved it so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then uh, the next day came. Got didn't I got to the house late because I, I I slept in, didn't get to, over to my mom's like ten, and mm-hmm. by that time I had missed all the action. Apparently, like my nana had a seizure. Oh jeez, uh, she has them occasionally. Did you go to the hospital apparently. for those? Or no, no, no. Oh, it's just a waited out kind. It's just uh, probably side effects of medication plus old age. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, um, and then my seven year old niece threw up on uh her mom very nice threw up on my sister um and then she was kind of just sick and just not feeling it the whole day of christmas day yeah so, so she was kind of out and just kind of low energy on the couch not we're sure really she's, enjoying we're sure she's not an alcoholic because you know starting the day blowing chunks and then no, not feeling so well the rest no. of the day pretty pretty Sounds sure like she, someone else i know she, <laughs> pretty sure she uh <laughs> She doesn't drink at seven years old. Well, you know, never say never, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the day was fun. Uh, didn't, you know, stuck around my mom till about six thirty, seven o'clock and then came home. Uh, it was, it was a, it was a good Christmas. Um, good. Good. Yeah. I'm happy about it. We're going to do one last thing. How, how was your Christmas besides, uh, eh. I mean, you know, you hate it. I do. I'm, I'm not a fan. People think I hate them, you know, because I hate Christmas. And that's not it. Yeah. I, I do love people. Uh, probably the best moment was uh, at my wife's aunt and uncle's house, um, Christmas Eve, Sunday in the afternoon. <laughs> my wife's cousin. Now, so I, I we don't tell our kids about Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't. Yeah. There's no fat man coming down the chimney with gifts. Okay, we yeah. don't do that. Now it do you, has. Do you tell them about Krampus? Nope. What about Belschnickel? I know no Belschnickel either. Uh, now, most people think like their association or their immediate mindset is that is a religious thing, mm-hmm. and it's totally not. Yeah. It's. I think it's stupid. So why would I tell my kids about it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like if if um, I'm trying to think of another example. Um, you know, but if if my kids were like, uh, you know, oh, so and so is dressed as you know My Little Pony or something, I'd be like, yeah, that's what they're dressed as. Yeah, that doesn't make it any more real. That's just what they're dressed as. Uh, my son and I went to Lowe's on Christmas Eve to go grab some light bulbs for uh, the light that was out in the bathroom. I took the lights in there, and as we were walking in, they had a Santa Claus. Uh, there or uh, actually, this was over at Schnucks after Lowe's. Uh, and there was a Santa Claus, and he's like, he's like, hey, Dad, look, he's dressed up as Santa Claus. And I was like, yeah, look at that. Like that, like my my parents would have been like, no, there's no Santa Claus, like just right away. But did like, he say there's Santa Claus or 
he's dressed I as Santa he Claus. I think he said uh, he's dressed. I think he said he's wearing a Santa hat. Was the exact mm-hmm. verbiage he used. Okay. So, but and I love that because then already in his mind, it's oh that person is wearing that. Yeah. And that's fine. I don't. Yeah. I, who cares? You know. But we don't do the whole Santa Claus thing. Just be. And had, like I said, there's no religious backing at all. Um. I just. Like I decided, like uh, famously, I had a conversation with her aunt and uncle the last year or two years ago, and they're like, "You're gonna tell your kids about uh, Santa Claus? You can tell them Santa Claus. Let's get them to sit on Santa Claus's lap." And I'm like, "No, nah, that's that's stupid." Yeah. And they're like, "Why? What's what?" And I was like, yeah, "It doesn't exist. Like, why? Why would I? They're gonna have enough bullshit that people are gonna try and get them to believe. Why should I give them some?" And uh, but that being said, so her cousin was screwing with me. Uh, Christmas Eve, and she's like, she's like, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you kids, but I'm gonna tell your kids that Santa got them all their gifts, and Santa came down the chimney, and I was like, yeah, and I without missing a beat, I looked, <laughs> I looked her right in the eye, and I said, yeah, and I'm gonna tell your kids, Democrats and Republicans are the same, yeah. So if you want to go down this road, <laughs> we can go down it, <laughs> you know, because I believe all sorts of crazy things too, but I don't go spouting them at family events. Yeah, that's just rude, Matt. That's not the time or the place. Yeah, folks don't want to get engaged in that sort of. That sort of diatribe, that sort of back and forth with one another at Christmas or Thanksgiving or Fourth of July or any of those. But uh, the day that you do, please give me a call because I'd be happy to educate your kids about how taxation is theft and Republicans and Democrats are the same thing. Sure. It'd be great. Sure. We'll have a nice long talk about it. I think one of the things that (laughs) – one of the reasons why you hate Christmas though is because you focus a lot on the negative – And I think it comes from That's the, all there is. I think it comes No, no, there's not. There's also positive. You just the positive just doesn't make itself known. Like Jesus said, the, the uh seek and you shall find, right? Right. Not not it'll suddenly appear to you one day. Like sin makes itself known. Sin is all around us. Dysfunction is all around us, mm-hmm. right? Like like just going back to what we were mentioned about the celebrities, like why is why why you know, why people obsessed, why well, because that stuff is sensational. That stuff is what people makes people read newspapers and and click on uh, click on uh, on 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 news articles. Right? It's the sensational, evil, sick, perverted, weird stuff mm-hmm. that sells. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but to see the good in things, you have to search it out. Evil presents itself as the first thing that you see and the obvious thing. The good is you know the the thing you have to look for. Um, I don't. Necessarily, you're saying I just don't have the gumption to do that. I don't think you're right. I don't think you have the personality type to do that. But then that that's not something you know. That's something you can change. Um, but like I don't look forward to Christmas. But then I also don't dislike it. I absolutely abhor certain aspects of about about it. But from Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. right through Christmas Day, and it was actually. From the time I lit that Yule candle <laughs> to Christmas through Christmas special. Day, yeah. I had the Christmas spirit. I'm telling you what, like I haven't had in several years. You're saying I should light a Yule candle? No, but I had the Christmas spirit, and maybe it was the ritual that I did. Maybe maybe it was that bringing to the surface in my subconscious, right? Like the the Christmas spirit, right? But uh, Sunday, right at work, yeah, I normally play normally normally. On the Bluetooth speaker, I have dominance. <laughs> I'm always the one who has the Bluetooth speaker, and I'm always connected to it. I play a lot of thi- I play stuff everyone likes. Like it's not just my 
pirate music that yeah. I like listening to. Yeah. It's a mix. Pirate You know, music. for everybody. <laughs> but uh, on Sunday, while we were all getting ready for the brunch, Christmas music. All favorite Christmas music. And mm-hmm. taking requests from everybody. I had YouTube going, whatever. Porky Pig, Blue Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, Holy Night. Somebody wanted to listen to Charlotte Church's Oh, Holy Night. Yeah. Like, like just whatever, you know. Santa got run over by a reindeer or whatever, Grandma, or whatever, that that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And I was I was into it, right? Oh, Plus we're, you know, good doing, cheer, the, man. doing the Christmas Eve brunch and seeing whole families come through the brunch line, right? And I'm on the carving station and on the omelet station. Whole families coming through the brunch line and they're all happy and, and you know, it was it was a good thing. And then going going immediately from there to to uh spending time with the family and but you know, it's th- that's the positive of Christmas yeah. for me. Is everybody all the whole family is together in my mom's house and we're giving each other gifts and no one's really mad at each other. <laughs> and you know That's the hardest thing you to see achieve the gra- these days. The, the grandkids enjoying things and it, it was good. It was a good time, and that's the positive of it. Now, now you know, uh, November twenty, no, November twenty fifth, right, the day after Thanksgiving, when I see the Salvation Army bucket, <laughs> you want to kick it over? Like I sent you the picture. It was yeah. the day after Thanksgiving, and they had put out the Salvation Army bucket stand, not the bucket <laughs> or the Santa, just the stand itself, and getting ready. I, wa- I seriously, I wanted to take that stand and I wanted to throw it in the garbage. Yeah. And it, <clears throat> So irked me. <laughs> I hate, I hate charities. Number one, because it's all about collecting money from the middle class and poor people, and funneling it through rich people's hands, and half of it disappears. Okay, mm-hmm. the people who run run charities are by and large incredibly wealthy themselves. They're the top ten and one percent. So somebody running a charity doesn't need to take a pay cut. Because they've probably already made enough money to, to, or need to take pay, because they've made enough money, right? If you're working for a charity, why? I, I don't. Anyway, that's a whole can of worms. But, but at a time As when want to when the poor and the middle class are the most strapped for cash, and quarters and nickels and dimes count, you have a bucket, a multinational corporation standing outside of every retail place you go to. Yeah. Asking you for is, money that you don't that you don't have, and I'm not trying to be rude, but it's they're standing out in front of places that typically middle and lower class folks go yeah. to. Like yeah. they're not standing outside the Gucci store, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I doubt they have a bell ringer at Plaza Frontenac. Yeah. Now every Walmart I went to in November, well, by God, there's a bell ringer. Yeah, you know, if you put the Santa outside uh, the bell ringer outside of the like Plaza Frontenac, right? It, some rich guy's gonna be like. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Can I just swipe my my, my visa black? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't deal in peasant money. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't deal in cash. It's been touched by the unwashed masses. Yeah. It's only Bitcoin. Oh, actually, to to address your point from a couple Good weeks God. ago. I know. I, I hate not, to do it to Can you. we not do the Bitcoin shuffle? Transactions are becoming faster because the network is changing. Mm-hmm. And the nature of Bitcoin is that the network changes over time and that it will be changed and certain things will be implemented and changed as it goes along. Yeah. It's an evolving medium. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll become the world's currency and then be like, hey, if we want to, if, tell you what, guys, if we want to make the world currency even faster and even better, we have to integrate a part of your brain into it. And you can just, okay, you can go. just go back and yeah. forth with the Bitcoin, uh, um, uh, psychically. 
Yeah. You know, you've linked into the AI, you know? Yeah. I don't know. The more the more and more I think about it, the more and more I I I Thanks for listening. The more and more I think about it, the more and more I I try and understand the blockchain technology. The more and more I think that it's a, oh. a computer who has who has duped the world See, I want, into I wanted to cut you off because you sound so stupid. Has duped the world into giving it su- giving it more computing power. I'm not trying to be rude because you're my friend, man. I love you, but you, you... Cuz what's the big what's what's the what's a bigger motivator in this world than money? Stop drinking. Sex. And right now, computers can't have sex with people, so they have to do the next best thing, which is manipulate money. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a thought, but, you know. No, hey, I'm aware of your theory. Maybe it's AI trying to dupe us all into, into lending it us, lending it our computing power all across the world. <laughs> Never know. Never know. You remember, you remember uh, back some time ago, we haven't done this in a while, uh, when we used to have Alex Jones on the show? Yeah. 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 Do you know why we don't do that anymore, Matt? Why? Because we don't need to. Because because you bring all of that lunacy to the table, so it's not funny to have him on anymore. Remember how funny it was? How Listen to his crazy, cracked out ideas? Sure. It was entertaining for both us and the listeners? Yeah. No, not anymore. Alex Jones doesn't come on this program anymore because he has you here, his corporate shill, to say all of the nonsense that he would say. I am not a corporate shill. Well, you really? No corporation. Because I think your paychecks say infowars.com or prisonplanet.tv. That's what I think they say. Because what? I think your paychecks say infowars.com or prisonplanet.tv. I I'm, I don't know those, yeah, those things. Exactly what a shill for Alex Jones would say. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not a shill. Whatever. I'm not. I'm thinking about um, changing the faucets in my home to where they add extra fluoride to the water. Yeah? Yeah. Just get fluoride tablets and you can add them. Just put them in there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, th- I'm thinking about doing it, though. There's a lot of good things that it that'll sh- should do for me and the kids. Sure. It'll yeah. it'll protect your teeth as, as, you know, because because water passes... Do you sip water through Listen, your teeth? See, see, see. All I did was throw the bait right out there. You just took it. You realize that you took it. Yeah. You proved my point. You are you, Alex Jones. You don't use you your teeth Alex for Jones. drinking. When you drink something, right? You're, you're a, it passes you're a slightly thinner, somewhat better. It looking passes Alex Jones. over your tongue. He doesn't even need to come on the show and uh, and goes into your digestive tract because you're here. and into your 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 digestive. How does that make you feel? It should make you system. feel really sad. Should make you think long and hard about who you are. The the effect that fluoride has on your teeth mm-hmm. compared to the rest of your body mm-hmm. is infinitesimal. Yeah. What website can I go to to buy your uh, snake oil, Matt? I don't sell any snake oil. Yeah, I'll bet you don't. I don't. You don't sell any snake oil because you are the fucking snake oil. Well. I'm just saying. What was the last thing you were going to talk about? You said you, there was one last thing you wanted to talk about. Oh. Well, I was going to do that bit where I read a uh, headline off of our conspiracy. but Oh. Yeah, yeah. The listeners have had to. enough. Yeah, they don't need to. Yeah, because I have Alex Jones live and in studio. He just has a different voice, and it's plus, less funny. Plus, our conspiracy uh, since the election has. Oh yeah, shield over. Even well, it's not. It's I mean, it's not Hillary Shills. Like before the election, it was uh, Share Blue and Open Society and Hillary Shills all over our conspiracy. Yeah, and now it's. 
Donald Trump like like our conspiracy is Donald the Donald 2.0. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. So you love it. No, no, everybody <laughs> every like there's people on there who are just constantly shilling for Donald Trump and it's because the conspiracy theorists and the alt right were one of the main voting block for Donald Trump and one of his main supporters. Yeah. Um some of them because, you know, chaos, they wanted to see chaos. Some of them because they wanted to vote against Hillary. Um, some of them because they honestly believed in him. But now it's important that he keeps that base of support online. And so I think the majority of shilling that we've seen on the Internet, um, especially in conspiracy forums and on 4chan and things like that, are people shilling for Donald Trump. <laughs> Specifically on things like conspiracy, which is our conspiracy is probably the largest aggregator of conspiratorial content on the Internet. Yeah. No, or PrisonPlanet.tv. <laughs> no. Um, you know, maybe certain YouTube YouTube channels, but then again, it doesn't get nearly the traction or the views that, that our, our conspiracy, conspiracy does. Yeah. Even though, you know, conspiracy stuff doesn't really get a whole lot of traction anyway. But I think it's important to for Donald Trump's people to make sure that the conspiracy people... Believe them to be legitimate. Digging all, through the internet for all these weird... All these weird facts and things that the government doesn't want you to know, right? Yeah, don't want the those conspiracy autists <laughs> to start digging into Donald Trump hardcore. <laughs> because I think if we dug into tar- Donald Trump hardcore, we'd find some shady. we'd find some shady stuff, you know. Yeah, even shadier than than what's what the left has thrown at him. I was listening to a show the other day. Maybe it was Ground Zero. Maybe it was. I don't remember what it was. And they were saying that there's a pretty clear mob connection between Donald Trump um, and like how he got some of the buildings built and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that the Democrats could blow it wide open if they wanted to, but it's quite literally all for show. Maybe this was somebody on THC. Is this ringing a bell? This, it's no. not really a theory, but just they, they were saying that they feel like that all of this information most of the parties are privy to anyways. Yeah. Like uh, the Democrats with Clinton and and, and um, the Republicans with Roy Moore and whoever else, you know, because and there's still murmurings of, you know, congressmen that are going to quit and et cetera, et cetera. And basically his whole thing was like, yeah, that's all for show. And if we, if they if the Democrats wanted to have Donald Trump, you know, impeached or removed or whatever, they could easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't because it's just all for show. Yeah. So I I mean I honestly think that that now looking back on it at the time I thought that Hillary Clinton was you well know, he made the Jeffrey Epstein the, connection too the chosen he was he was chumming with yeah, Bill Clinton yeah, and all that anyways yeah. um which is that was one of my main points was when he was running you yeah, know to yeah. my friends who were supporters I was like this dude is essentially a Democrat like you 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 in your mind have it as some sort of you know outsider. Almost, faux libertarian almost I, like when i got that i was like are, are you insane you yeah. know um but uh i think it was mostly well it was mostly the reason why hillary didn't win was because the clinton global initiative overstepped its bounds the clinton foundation started acting as though they couldn't like they were never going to caught like nothing nothing that they did would uh whatever come to light whatever come to light and uh yeah. you know if you're trying to fool people you need to be careful about it 
right? Yeah. So you can't do blatant things like get caught trafficking 40 children in Haiti, right? Anyway, uh, so yeah, I think that the, the, the Clintons kind of overstepped, overestimated the reach of their power. Yeah. You know, and uh, especially when Hillary was in the State Department, she she made some So we'll give it to the guy who seems a little with, crazy, but is on our side anyways. But well, we'll make we'll we'll give it to the guy who who can win, right, and can polarize the country in a certain way. And I think that's really what it was. If you know, if uh, Ted Cruz had been elected president, <laughs> like like Democrats would they would be sad Hillary lost. But there wouldn't be outrage. There wouldn't be the outrage and the uproar that there was over no. Donald Trump. And I think that's one of the whole points of the political gaming, the political system, is to, to and I've, I've said polarize, it before, yeah. is to polarize people, to, to make it us versus them. So if, Good guys versus so bad guys. So you're saying if Ted Cruz had uh, been president-elect, you think, you think we would, there would have been far less pussy hats? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is a damn shame, because I do love those hats. Uh, <laughs> I'll order you some, man. Yeah. It's great. Uh, actually, I, I'll order you. I've already got one, but I'll order you one. Uh, make Bitcoin great again. Yeah, no. I'm. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a pointless hat, considering that it can't get any greater. All right. Any final words, Matthew? No. No. Yeah. Other than I hope you had a very yoni Christmas. <laughs> Everybody out there in Audio Land. Well, we know you're filming it. Bunches and bunches, punches is thrown into your frontless. Oodles and noodles, bang bullets that suckers noodles. Last album voodoo, prove that we was fucking brutal. I'm talking crazy, half past the clock is cuckoo. You rappers doodle, baby shit, just basic boo boo. I'm talking foodle, massa moose my money buku. My beats is banging, fuck what you rapping, who produced you? I slap the snap, take what you got and run the juice you. USC bitsy, furry frightened and freaking sickly. A little quickly, dick on display for winter swimming. Look at these kitties, Mike. I'm a rat and tat up for living. I deal in dirty work, do the deed in the dash. Ditch em. I'll land a hammer that's stuck in a fist and gun position. We run a brand with a structure's the number one commitment. It's all a joke between mom contractions and coffin fittings. So we disappear in the smoke like we're fucking magicians. No hocus pocus, you simple suckers deserve the notice. Top of the morning, my fist to your face is fucking bulges. We might be giants standing on little dandy shoulders. You parked as pussy, proverbial pansy panty holders. I jake the snake up, DD. Tium and mausoleums, macabre massacres, killing cuts in my coliseum. They all actors, giving top and back of a beam. I fall back if your casting calls are ending in semen. Come on. On the foulers, no need for any evaluations. I'm a phallus of Johnson and Jimmy spraying faces. Any- this has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.